Hello and welcome back to Triumphant in Christ podcast. Wow, this is not praying psalms with Teresa. This is a special Easter message to you. And let me wish you a happy Easter celebration. Well, congratulations to you and I that we made it to this year's Easter. And guess what? Exactly one year ago, Easter around the Easter period last year was when I started this podcast. And God's been so good. I'm glad that the podcast is reaching out to several people all around that have been blessed listening to the podcast. So if you have been praying the Psalms with me, God bless you. And I hope that that's helping you get into the word of God and pray daily. And perhaps you do not know, there are several messages on the podcast before praying Psalms and even during praying Psalms, make sure to go back and have a look at those wonderful messages. Just to mention a few, the very first message on the podcast was on shaking. How do you stand on shaking when all things are shaking? The very first word God spoke to me at the start of lockdown, this is a shaking and I'm going to shake everything possibly that can be shaken so that the things that cannot be shaken can remain. Another episode on the podcast, Timelines of the Spirit. What is God saying in this season? What is God doing in this season? I was asking the Holy Spirit questions and it was pouring into my heart and I shared some of those things there. Another episode you can find there, Is That Really a God? Wow, it's one of my best on the podcast. You've got to go down and see all of those episodes. And there is another one. If there is a God, what does he expect of us to do? Is Jesus thirsty? That's another episode on the podcast. Peace. Why does the Lord speak? This is just to mention a few. And of course, the Profitable Promise series, where we discuss on the person of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Several messages on the podcast. And guess what? I'm coming back with fresh messages as the Lord has been speaking to me. But this is a special Easter message to you. Something to stir you up, something to charge you so that you get on your feet and get going with your faith. I love Easter period because it is actually the time that mark our faith. Without the risen Christ, there is no Christianity. And you know, Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 17, and if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile, your faith is vain, you are still in your sins. So if Christ had died and it did not rise up, you and I would not have been able to obtain forgiveness of sins. If Christ had died and if it didn't rise up from that grave, it would have been finished in that tomb. But I'm excited and I feel like shouting at the very top of my voice right now that Christ is not dead. Christ is risen. Christ is alive. He is in me and he is in you. And perhaps you were listening to me today and you were yet to know this Jesus. He wants to be in you. And I'm going to share with you something really powerful today. Even as the Lord has spoken to my heart and I cannot contain it. It is bubbling within me. And I hope that you do not just get the excitement, but you get the message in this word that I'm bringing to you. I'm going to pray right now and trust that the Holy Spirit help me to convey the heart of God and exactly what God is calling us to at this time. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. For your word is quick. Your word is powerful, is alive and is able to make a life. Your word is able to dissect everything in us and everything around us. So Father, in this moment, I pray that you send your word. As I speak with my, as I speak and share in this moment, I pray your breath upon the words that I speak. They will not be my words, but it will be your word. For my tongue is like the tongue of the learned. For you have trained my tongue to speak a word in season to him that is weary. So Lord, as I speak your word today, let it breathe life upon every hearer. Let your 
hearts be stirred up for more. Let faith arise in their hearts. Let their strength be renewed. Lord, I pray that you would sharpen their faith even as they hear me speak today in the name of Jesus. And let grace be released, Lord. Thank you for even as I share today, there is salvation and reconciliation happening in the hearts of people in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your presence, precious Holy Spirit. Take over this moment and speak to every heart that is hearing me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. Wow. Why exactly the resurrection? And what happened around the time of the resurrection? You know, just like Paul said, if Christ is not risen, we are of all men the most miserable, and our faith is vain. And we can say that Christ is risen. And that is why we look forward to the day of resurrection. And maybe you do not know, I want to tell you today, there is a day of resurrection. There is a day that when Christ appears in the cloud, everyone that has died in him will be resurrected. And those of us that are alive will be caught up with them in the cloud. Some call it rapture. You may not be able to find that word rapture in the Bible. But what it's trying to convey is the idea of caught up. That means we are, we meet up with him in the cloud. So, but before that day, what happens? What is God saying in this moment? You know, I read something interesting in the, in, in the Bible and I'm wondering, I said, Lord, where is our faith? And that is why the Holy Spirit would want me to share this word with you. And that word is in Matthew 27 verse 61. I don't know what level your faith is at this time, but this is going to charge you up. Matthew 27 verse 61. And Mary Magdalene was there and the other Mary sitting opposite the tomb. Mary Magdalene, perhaps you don't know, is the one from whom Christ had sent out seven demons. And this woman would never leave Jesus. And the other Mary is Mary Salome, who is like a sister to Mary, the mother of Jesus, actually like a sister-in-law. Now, these two Marys, wow, these two Marys sat by the tomb. Doing what? They sat opposite the tomb. What were they doing? Now, I used to think everybody needs to have a root in their life. Root is the burden bearer who said to Naomi, I am not going to leave you. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. Everyone does need a root in their life. They love to carry others' burden. I have a root like that. So I know that. But I think right now, everyone needs a Mary in their life. Like Mary Magdalene and Mary Salome. The friends who will stay close in faith, even watching over the dead. The friends who will not give up on the dead when others give up. I mean, Jesus had been buried. I know when people pass him, it's easy to stay around that body in the early hours and say, can you come back to life? Are you going to just stand up from this place? My dad passed on about 16 years ago. And I know in that moment, it was for my mom, like, can you just stand up from this place? I know I felt they would call me and say, oh, he's, he's working up. He's no longer dead. But dad did not have but guess what? The moment he was buried, nobody stayed behind at the tomb to see if that he would stand up. It was gone. But these two women, after Jesus had been buried, they sat not just by the tomb, opposite the tomb. I'm coming back to that. What does it mean to sit opposite the tomb? What were they watching for? Look at these women. 
the guy that the disciples had run away where were they where was john the beloved my goodness where was peter where was james where, the, the sons of thunder where were they i thought they would stay by the tomb these were the three guys that would always go with jesus wherever he goes it would take them on the mountaintop it taught them to pray it taught them the intimate things that others perhaps did not know about him they witnessed the transfiguration for goodness sake but where were they where were they when jesus was buried where were they they had gone to their home everyone had retired to their home but he was more than retiring to their home they had gone to hide their face and their faith and maybe you were like one of the three disciples or even the other the 11 disciples in total and you have you're hiding your face and you're hiding your faith i am calling out to you today come out this is not the time to hide your face neither is it the time to hide your faith if you hide your face you will hide your faith you've got to come out of that place come out and be like this to mary who did not just sit in front of the tomb but the sat opposite the tomb what is the position of being opposite the tomb it is a position of advantage if you're sitting opposite a place i mean there is nothing going on in that place that you would not know it is the position of advantage they are able to see everything that would be going on in that tomb this women sat like watchman over the dead they sat like watchman over the dead what were they watching for the position of the watchman is a position of advantage in israel the watchman will climb to the top of the tower and he watches either for a friend or for a foe the watchman watches what is coming what is approaching what message is this person carrying that is the job of the watchman what is happening in the kingdom today that is the job of the watchman now this women they sat like the watchman over the tomb they refused to leave they refused to give up even though jesus was dead why do you think they sat there they had faith they knew that christ was going to rise up again they knew that it would come out of that place and they stood their ground they sat there they were watching closely for him how close are you watching are you a watchman on your watch or have you fallen asleep on your watch is are you hiding your face are you hiding your faith these women were expectant and their expectation made them do what others would not do do you expect that christ is still going to return someday because if you do your expectation will make you do what others would not do in fact others within the church would not even do it in this time you would hardly hear the message of the coming king preached on so many pulpits today but yet he is going to return the gospel message is not complete until we speak about the coming of our lord jesus christ and that is what i'm telling you today do not just celebrate easter do not just celebrate that he's risen but i want you to come out of your hiding come out you jones come out you peters come out you james and arise on your feet proclaim the goodness for christ is not dead christ is risen and just like that angel said to them on the day that he was taken up to heaven he said the same jesus whom you say going up to heaven is going to return the same way and i'm telling you today the same jesus that ascended into heaven is going to descend someday and guess what those who sit watching will be the ones to see him 
These two women sat there watching. By the time you get to Matthew 28, chapter 1, the Bible said the next morning they were at the tomb again. So maybe they went to, to their home at night just to get some rest. But guess what? At the breaking of the day, oh my goodness, they were the first to come to the tomb. There is something about those women. And I'm just praying that, Father, give me, Teresa, the grace to watch like this women. Let me be foolish to watch when others are sleeping. Let me be foolish to see them and watch when others have said it will not happen again. Lord, I am crying that you would give me the grace to sit still and watch at the tomb. Because the time between when Jesus left and now, it feels like our Savior is dead. I've heard people say to me, will it even happen? Why talk about the rapture? Why talk about the coming King? It has taken forever. It has taken so long. But it is so sad. They've forgotten that when the prophet spoke about the coming Messiah and the time that it actually came, a lot had lost hope because the time seemed to be forever. But God does not regard time as we do. It made time, yet he is not limited by it. If you believe that God is not limited by time when it comes to your breakthrough, how dare you think he is limited by time when it comes to the coming of the sun? I am charging you today. He is not just risen, he is coming back. I am telling you today about the king who is about to return for those who are watching for him. These two returned again to the tomb early Sunday morning. And when they came, who was the first to see Jesus? Mary Magdalene. Those who are watching would not miss his arrival when he returns. But for those who hide their face, for those who hide their faith, I doubt if they will know when this moment happens. I am charging you today, just as the Lord has charged me. I couldn't sit still on this word. I can tell you this is recorded late night, midnight, just as the Lord spoke to my heart. And I'm saying to you today, wake up from your slumber. Awake, oh watchman, awake. The night time is not a time to sleep. The night time is the time to watch. Be the watchman over the dead. It looks like Christ is dead now, but I'm telling you, he is coming back sooner than you expect. Awake from your slumber, O watchman. Embrace the call to awake. Arise, awake. Arise, awake. Arise, awake. I pray for you today that you would not just hear this word, but that you would do something about it. This is not a word to excite you. No, this is a word to call your attention. But as much as we celebrate Christ, it is not enough that we celebrate that he's risen. It's not about the Easter eggs. It's not about the chickens or whatever you used to celebrate Easter in your country or nation. But it's about the fact that he who died and rose again will return one day. For the one that has ascended into heaven is the one who will descend again to the earth. And maybe you are listening to the podcast today. You are yet to know this Jesus. Let me tell you about this Jesus. He is the son of the living God. God created us, but we lost our place at the very beginning. 
we sinned, we fell into sin and we became broken. We became naked. We lost our glory. We lost our beauty. Oh yes, you may think somebody is beautiful just looking at them physically, but I'm not talking about that beauty. There is a beauty that comes with purity, that comes with holiness. We lost that innocence. We lost that purity. And God had to reconcile us to himself. He had to do that by sending his son, Jesus. The only way for him to pay the price was to go to the cross, to be brutally killed, murdered for the sin he did not commit. He took my place on that cross. He took your place on that cross. And guess what? By that death, the devil lost the battle over your life and my life because he killed a man who had no sin. And Jesus did not just die. If Jesus just died and it didn't rise, our sins would not be forgiven. But he rose again on the third day. And that is what I want you to know. Jesus rose on the third day so that you can have life, eternal life. That life is more than just breathing. It's the life that abides forever. Maybe you're listening today and you want to ask Jesus into your heart. It's, you can do that right now. All you have to do, make a decision in your heart right now. Just like John was crying, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent for our soon coming king will be here sooner than we all think. How do you repent? Change your mind. I'm going to turn away from everything that I do against God and against mankind. And Lord, I want to live for you. I want to please you. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me, cleanse me. Say these words of prayer after me with faith in your heart. Say, Heavenly Father, I turn to you today as I turn from my sins. I confess everything that I've done. Today, Lord, I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you sent Jesus into the world to die for my sins. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse me today. Purify me, Lord, and come make my heart your home. I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for receiving me into your family. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, congratulations. I'm delighted that you said that prayer today. What a joy to come to know Jesus on the Resurrection Sunday. I would love to hear from you if you said that prayer today. Send me a mail, teresakintaro at yahoo.com. And I would love to stand with you hand in hand, pray with you, and help you grow further and connect you with a Bible-believing church wherever you are so that you can stand in your faith and declare your faith. You can watch for his return. Thank you once again for joining me today on the podcast. And I hope this message has stirred something in you. Make sure to share with a friend who needs to hear this message. Share with the watchmen that you know they need to hear this. Hello, watchmen. The time to watch is now. The night time is not a time to sleep. It's a time to watch. It may look like Christ is dead now, but I can tell you he's alive and he'll return soon. Be like this to Mary, who sat opposite the tomb, with their gaze fixed on the tomb, waiting for the arrival of their king. And when he rose again, Mary was the first to see him. As you and I watch for her soon coming king, I can tell you confidently, we will not miss it. Remember Jesus said, watch and pray, watch and pray, watch and pray. And exactly what we're expected to do now, watch and pray. Thank you once again for joining me. I hope to be with you soon as I bring a fresh word from the heart of the Father. 
God bless.